On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, we're going to get into if the NFL landscape right now looks like it's shaping up to look like this could be the Eagles season in 2023. Plus, do the Eagles need to use more defensive backs to stop Patrick Mahomes on Monday night? An injury report from Friday, all that and more on a Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles coming your way. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Episode of the Locked On Eagles podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use the promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri. Off for the day. He will be back, though, Monday morning. We do have one more podcast for you before Eagles Chiefs next Monday night, a rematch of Super Bowl 57. The Eagles looking to go 9-1 and fresh coming off of the bye week, but so too are the Kansas City Chiefs. It's in Arrowhead, primetime football against an elite defense, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. This is by far, in my opinion, the Eagles' toughest challenge of the 2023 season, not to mention the emotional ties it has to that heartbreaking loss in Super Bowl 57. We've been talking about it all week, but it's storyline central. So if any game is going to be a Monday night where we have an additional show to talk about a game, it would really be this one. I cannot wait for that matchup. And yeah, again, it's not the Super Bowl rematch where if you win all is well and it takes away that loss and feels like vengeance, right? You overcame and definitely like got back at Kansas City. Yes, it would feel nice to not lose to them again, but this isn't like the game at the same time that we're focused on that kind of angle, right? That's more for Super Bowl 58 if both teams get back there. This is even more about just getting to 9-1, and one, trying to wrap up this one seed, the NFC East, and make sure that you have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Because when you look at how important that will be, considering the NFL landscape right now, it's massive because yesterday, and this is in the AFC, of course, so you know it's not impacting the Eagles right away right now, But when it comes to their chances of getting back to the Super Bowl and this time winning it, there's been a lot going on in the NFL over the last few weeks that is impacting the birds in a positive way that's making me think this is the Eagles' year. It's all shaping up to look like the Eagles' year as long as they don't blow it, as long as, you know, as Brandon Graham said this week during one of his press conferences in the locker room, as long as they take care of business, this team should be holding the trophy in 2023. On Thursday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals But both teams came out as big losers. They lost two of their most important players. like The most important players in that game, if you ask me, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, obviously, right? And then you would say probably, what, Jamar Chase, and I would probably say Mark Andrews when we're talking from an offensive perspective. Well, two of those three players, or two of those four that I mentioned, are now out for the year. Joe Burrow has an injury to his hand, a torn ligament, that's going to keep him out the rest of the year. That was, again, not... Again, they're not in the NFC, so they have no threat to the Eagles. One seed or taking them out of the playoffs. But when it comes to their chances of winning a trophy, who would be a top three threat this year? This offseason, who were one of those teams that we would have said? The Cincinnati Bengals, at least for me, would have been one of those teams mentioned. They lose Joe Burrow. They're done. Five and five on the outside looking in. The AFC is just a mosh pit right now of five and five, 
six and four teams battling for those wild card spots. With Jake Browning, there's even if they sign somebody, there's no way I think that they're going to make the playoffs at this point. And even if they did, there's no way they're competing with the Eagles in a Super Bowl in, in February. I just can't see that. The Baltimore Ravens, of course, they get a convincing win. They're eight and three. Lamar Jackson certainly looks like an MVP candidate. So I'm not saying Baltimore is out of the running after what happened last night, but they took a huge blow as well, losing Lamar's go-to target in Mark Andrews, who has an ankle injury, and now he's out for the year. When you look at the Buffalo Bills, another elite team, or I should say a team with an elite quarterback that has been an elite team over the last four seasons, another team that you would say probably is one of the biggest threats to an Eagles Super Bowl this year over most teams in the NFC, if not all of them. They've been struggling mightily. They're 5-5. Five and five. They just fired their offensive coordinator this week. I mean, the AFC is just... And then you look at the NFC. We had this discussion with Geno on, I think it was Monday. Like, yes, yeah, San Francisco, they destroyed Jacksonville. They have a very talented roster. But as we mentioned on Monday, they don't have a star quarterback. And the Eagles, again, it would be a close matchup if Purdy plays. But the Eagles should be a favorite over San Francisco. The same thing with Detroit. The same thing with the Dallas Cowboys. There isn't really an elite team with an elite quarterback that I think is going to push Philadelphia in the scenario where the Eagles take care of their own business, where they're not shooting themselves in the foot, there's nobody in the NFC to me that can, that can touch them. They should win all those games, even if they are close, and get to the Super Bowl. And now when you look at, in the AFC, the threats to them winning the Super Bowl this time, almost all of them, except for one, to me, took massive blows and seeming like an intimidating force. Cincinnati, Buffalo, Baltimore, I mean, even I thought the Chargers could take a step this year. They haven't. The Jacksonville Jaguars look like a Detroit Lions style of pretty good team, but not great. The only thing in the Eagles' way outside of themselves, like, again, if they play on their game, right, if they're clicking on all cylinders like they were last year, even up until Super Bowl 57, especially on the offensive side of the football, the only thing in their way from stopping this Eagles team at full strength is the team they play on Monday night. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. It really feels like, again, if the Eagles don't mess things up, they will have a chance to get a rematch against Kansas City and this time do it the right way and end up on top with green confetti falling down as opposed to red and yellow, as Jordan Maialata so heartbreakingly put it this week. I really do think, and that's why I'm not saying this game is huge because if they win or lose, don't really think it impacts much unless they get completely blown out, which I cannot foresee happening. But the NFL landscape is really shaping up to create a rematch between the Eagles and the Chiefs. And I think it's the Eagles season to lose because when you look at Kansas City even, not to say they're worse off than last year, actually their defense is far better. Their secondary is far better than it was last year. But the Eagles offense is one of the best in the league. And if, again, if they're clicking, that's the scenario I'm talking about, no defense can really stop them. And when you look at Kansas City's offense, sure they have – Patrick Mahomes, but they've had a more inconsistent Travis Kelsey this year, and their wide receivers do not look great. It's Kadarius Toney disappears pretty much every single week. Same with Sky Moore. They invested a lot in those two. They put a lot of stock into them this year, letting Juju Smith-Schuster go. They have not met that value that was placed on them this offseason. Marquez Valdez-Scatling has been pretty much nothing. Rishi Rice, their second-round uh, rookie, he's been their best receiver. And again, Isaiah Pacheco is good. He's not a great running back in the backfield. I would take DeAndre Swift over him. So even Kansas City, like, yes, they have the big three. They are the biggest threat to the Eagles, and they can still beat them. And they're favored on Monday night. They're just as good. They're the one seed in the AFC. But I think the Eagles, this is the Eagles' year to lose. The 2023 season, like, this is set up perfectly to have them win a Super Bowl. 
I totally believe that, and it's up to them to take full advantage of that opportunity. They're going to have to take full advantage of an opportunity Monday to get to 9-1 and one and beat a very good Chiefs team. How do they do it? We touched on that throughout the week. How do you stop Patrick Mahomes, or maybe stop is the wrong word, but maybe contain is the right word? I think that you need to use more defensive backs, even though the, these DBs have been struggling for the Eagles in the secondary this year. I think they need to use more of them on the field at the same time. We'll get into that coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy. This is awesome. With the basketball season here, this is incredible. I love Daily Fantasy. Just playing the football part of it is fun enough, but I'm a giant basketball fan too. With the basketball season here on Prize Picks, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. This is awesome. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey. Eh, screw it. I don't want to say Travis Kelsey for this one. They're playing the Eagles. Let's say LeBron James and A.J. Brown. You can get a combo of 10.5 three-points made and receptions. Want to play alongside some of PrizePix's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill? Of course you want to in Philadelphia. Comedian Andrew Schultz, one of my favorite stand-ups. You can now find community players under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in PrizePix community each week. PrizePix is changing the game. They even offer a reboot policy. This is brand new in the fantasy world. So that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second half, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepix.com slash NFL today. Use our promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, prizepix.com slash NFL. Promo code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, exciting news. Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, how do the Eagles stop the Chiefs on Monday night? That is the million-dollar question that... Gino and I posed Monday through Wednesday. Gino posed on Thursday with Crossover Thursday with the guys over at Lock, Chris at uh, Locked On Chiefs. And again, you're not, I mean, as I mentioned at the end of segment one, you're not going to stop Patrick Mahomes. You're never, you know, he's even proven this year with the worst receiving core that he's had in his entire career to date since he's been drafted in 2017. He's still an MVP candidate. He's actually the MVP favorite right now in a lot of platforms. And so, like, again, you can't stop him. But you can contain him more than you did in the Super Bowl, where you literally in the second half did not get a single stop on the Kansas City Chiefs. I would expect Sean Desai's defense this time to get the job done a little more than that and give the Eagles offense a chance that if they're on as much as they were in Super Bowl 57, that that still won't result in a loss. Because that was a historic performance from the Eagles offense, and yet it still wasn't good enough, which is unbelievable. Considering in 2017 when they played the Patriots, they had a similar performance and even with Tom Brady throwing for 500 yards, it was still good enough because the defense at least got one stop. This time around, they didn't get one. How do they change that up in 2023 on Monday Night Football? For me, it's something that maybe doesn't sound right considering the performance of these players this year. 
But I think they need to use more nickel and dime. They need to use more defensive backs. Like, yes, Zach Cunningham has had a really good year at linebacker. So has Nicholas Morrow. But I think Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they know, especially if the Eagles run a lot of zone-heavy concepts, they know they can get Travis Kelsey lined up in some favorable matchups against two linebackers. Again, they've had their bright spots in coverage. They have no business in space being up against Travis Kelsey, especially considering Kelsey's one of the best route runners in the league when it comes to not even really route running, but finding just the right spots against a defense. So to me, I want, I think sometimes more man concepts, but even if you're going to, you have to run zone against Patrick Mahomes a lot of the time, even when you do that, I just want more athletes on the field, right? I think that's the thing. They, they really took advantage. Jonathan Gannon did not do this in the Super Bowl. They used mostly two linebackers on the field 100% of the time, primarily. Not 100% of the time, literally, but, um, you know, TJ Edwards and Kazir White, they were out there most of the game. And you do not, as good as those two guys were, you don't want them on Travis Kelsey. As good as Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow are, I just want, you know, Eli Ricks is not experienced and neither is Sidney Brown. And, you know, Kevin Byard has struggled in coverage so far with the Eagles this year. And so is Reed Blankenship over the last few weeks. But I just, I think they need to have all those guys out there. They need more athletes in space in the secondary against Kelsey, against Mahomes. That's the way to do it for me. I don't know if they're actually going to do it. The Eagles haven't run a lot of dime this year. A lot of that, though, has to do with them being injured. A lot of it has to do with you know, the guys struggling that have been out there, including James Bradbury. Maybe you have Darius Slay. This is what I suggested on Wednesday. I would love to have Darius Slay just go one-on-one with Kelsey all game and say, look, we're, if, if, you know, if Rishi Rice or Marquez Velasquez-Scatling or Sky Moore, if they beat Eli Ricks on the outside, so be it. But we're not going to let Travis Kelsey beat us. I can live with that. That's what I would prefer. Even if it's James Bradbury going one-on-one with Kelsey, that's something that I hope Sean Desai does. I think you got to try. You got to consider that. You got to use more defensive backs. And honestly, I think you got to bring the pressure more. You got to bring the heat. Like, yeah, you Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and he makes you pay down the field. He has one of the best arms, if not the best arm, that we've the NFL has ever seen. So you're going to run a lot of cover two in certain situations. But again, situations is the key word. When there is a third and two. I don't want to see them all 10 yards off the ball, two safeties deep, because although you need to respect Mahomes, you need to respect Andy Reid, and you need to respect Travis Kelsey, this receiving core does not have Tyreek Hill. They don't have that guy. They don't have that burner that you should be acting like you're deathly afraid of. So, yes, Patrick Mahomes can elevate a lot. He can create things, especially outside of structure. If you miss on, like, a blitz, an all-out blitz, or a slot corner coming through the A-gap or on the edge, like, obviously, yes, that can you're going to most of the time get paid for by Patrick Mahomes. But at the same time, I think that it's something they need to consider in certain situations way more than Jonathan Gannon. I think it's a huge reason that they lost that Super Bowl in February. But again, I'm also realistic. I know the Chiefs are going to score points on Monday. The Eagles know that too. The entire NFL knows that. It's why they put this game on Monday Night Football. So, you know, Sean Desai, like, I think he'll have a better game plan than Gannon did. I think he'll use more DBs. I think he'll bring more pressure looks in certain situations, you know, disguise coverages. Um, I think, you know, these are things in the cards more. Maybe even he'll consider because I don't think Gannon really did at all, right? Did he? Darius Slayer, James Bradbury ever go up against Travis Kelsey in that game? I don't think he did. I don't think either one of them did. Like, I think he was way more open-minded to consider these options than Gannon was. But for me, the, the key to stopping Mahomes is scoring more points. It's using your mobile MVP elite quarterback in Jalen Hurts 
to beat him out. And I'm not saying he's going to have, you know, Jalen Hurts going to have the same performance he did in Super Bowl 57. That was one of the greatest performances in NFL history, right? So he's not going to do that again, but he might not have to, to win this football game. He can still have a game like he did against the Dallas Cowboys or the two games against Washington, just any game he's been having. If he, if Jalen Hurts continues to throw the football like he has the last few weeks, it's going to be very hard for the Chiefs even to beat this team in their own stadium. I can't wait for this game. It's just so good from a matchup perspective, from the storylines. Just It's really fun that the Eagles can be involved in, to me, the best game of the year or the most anticipated game of the NFL season from any perspective you think of, regardless if it's your team or not. All right, coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, we'll wrap up the show with an injury report. Who's going to be playing in this game? Little hint. It looks very positive coming off the bye. The Eagles look fresh and ready to go. That's coming your way right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by DoorDash. There is not an app on my phone that I use more than DoorDash. I work from home. I do a lot of podcasting. You know, even when I travel, most of the time, I don't really know where the best food spots are. Even in Philadelphia, there's times that, you know, after an Eagles game, I just go to DoorDash. I use the promo code LOCKED23, and I get 50% off up to a $10 value on my first order. So if I want that hoagie from Wawa on a late night, if you need to shop at Wegmans for some groceries, DoorDash comes through. For me, it's always those Slovakia breakfasts in the morning from any of those diners. Just just a go-to for me. I spend so much money on DoorDash. You should too. It's so convenient. You can get so many things at the convenience of not even leaving your house restaurants that you would never, back in the day, would never be able to be delivered. DoorDash comes through, and like I said, you get 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you use our promo code LOCKED23. So it's in all capital letters, L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. Make sure you head over to DoorDash. Like I said, you know, for the Monday night game, order chips and dip and nachos, Get that pizza and wings, the soda, burgers, or even just buns. Like you, again, you can get grocery items on DoorDash now that are all delivered to your door without missing the game. 50% off, up to a $10 value, promo code LOCKED23. We thank DoorDash for sponsoring the Lockdown Eagles podcast today. All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Friday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, getting into the Eagles injury report from Friday as they get ready for a Monday night battle with the Kansas City Chiefs. They need all hands on deck. Luckily, the bye week came at a perfect time, which Jalen Hurts said himself in his press conference with the media a few days ago. He said that he his body just feels better, his leg especially. Hopefully they can use him more running the football. I think they need to make up for the loss of Dallas Goddard this week. And I think the way you can do that, again, as we mentioned, they need to run better with DeAndre Swift. The offensive line needs to run block better. Um, you know, of course, get A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith more involved. But Jalen Hurts and his mobility increasing, I think, can really help too. When you look at last year, like when Dallas Goddard went down, look at that game against Indianapolis especially. They needed Jalen Hurts' mobility. A.J. Brown was struggling. He had a bad fumble in that second half. You know, Quez Watkins stepped up a little bit, but he's not someone that could have carried the load when Dallas Goddard went down. Jalen Hurts' legs really came through, and that's where the game-winning touchdown came from in that matchup. So, I think that's a key. Luckily, Jalen looking a lot fresher. So is this entire roster. Right now, on the injury report, there's only five guys on there. Of course, one of them is Dallas Goddard with that forearm injury. There's actually a positive, though, that he was on this injury report, which means he was not placed on injured reserve, which means the Eagles are, it sounds like they're pretty optimistic that he should only miss 
four games. Because if they thought he was going to miss more, they would place him on that short-term IR. So Dallas Goddard being on the report, that's actually a good sign that he should be back sooner rather than later. Uh, Safety Justin Evans also on this report with a knee injury. He was a limited participant. Again, I talked about in second segment two, you know, using more dime packages. Having Justin Evans here, he's not a great player in my opinion, but just having more defensive backs on deck, it would be nice to have him on the roster, especially two for special teams. Tight end Grant Calcaterra, concussion. He was a full participant. I am interested to see how the Eagles use these tight ends in this game. I think Jack Stahl of the three young kids will play the most. I want Albert O to at least get some opportunities. He's the best pass catcher of the three. But Greg Calcaterra on the depth chart, at least right now, is ahead of him. So we'll see what happens there. Albert O, outside of the last week or two, has been inactive the entire year. Cam Jurgens, huge, huge move or news here. He was a full participant on Monday or Friday, I should say, with that foot injury that's kept him out the last month. That's big. Not to say Cam Jurgens being out is the reason the Eagles' run game hasn't been the same since it was in the start of the season, but he was instrumental to that run game early on. And there's been games where, you know, Tyler Steen has struggled a little bit. I think the rookies held his own, and so did Suo Peta, but they weren't as good as Cam Jurgens was early on in the year. People forget Jurgens was playing at a very high level. Getting him back now for the stretch run, that is absolutely crucial. Bradley Roby, their expected starting slot corner, full participant with that shoulder injury. So that's a really good injury report. The fact that there's only five guys on there, Goddard's not placed on IR. Roby was a full participant. Jurgens was a full participant. Calcaterra, a full participant. Justin Evans limited. That's a good way to end the week. Again, the Eagles look fresh. That bye week came at a perfect time. And, you know, that's the thing is like the Eagles have struggled at times this year and it's been certain areas like, you know, play calling in the red zone, some inconsistencies with the passing game and, um, you know, the secondary, of course, you know, some regressions from certain starters and, you know, the age showing a little bit. But I think the main thing is they just need to get, they need to get healthier. They've dealt with a lot more adversity in that department this year than they did last year. You know, last year, like, sure, you lost Al Scott you lost Avante Maddox for a bit. But for the most part, you know, even you look in the playoffs, they were a completely healthy football team all the way through February. This year, they have not had that same luck. Maybe they will now, though. Let's hope, knock on wood, but let's hope they got their injuries out of the way early. Now they're healthy, ready to go. Start that on Monday with hopefully a win against the Kansas City Chiefs. We will have one more show for you, though, getting into that matchup on Monday morning, LOE 3. More previews for matchups coming your way right here on your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. That's going to do it, though, for today's edition of the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, Birds.